Welcome to Mouthing Off with Olivia. Hey guys, it's Olivia Caridi from The Bachelor, the girl with probably the biggest mouth you've ever seen. But now I'm using my huge mouth to talk really smart things with my favorite reality stars, influencers, YouTubers, you name it. They're going to mouth off too. Bam. This is Mouthing Off with Olivia. I'm going to say it again right here. Latwako. Yes. Guys, Sydney Latwako is here. She was on Colton's season of The Bachelor and then VIP 6. Yeah, this past season that I was on, yeah. It was ripe with content. So much. It was like day one. There was a lot. I don't. Did you go to Paradise? No, never. No, okay. I was a one and doneer. Yeah, probably smart. For the best. <laughs> I like to kind of go in sequential order, if you will. I do have Facebook questions too. We're going to start it with a Facebook question. Carly Ray, what is your dance background? What was her experience like as a professional dancer? Oh, hey. Um, I actually grew up dancing really little. Um, I'm from Virginia Beach. So there's a dance studio that's kind of like famous-ish that I went to. Um, there was a lot of like, so you think you can dance people that came out of that. So I went to that studio. But when you're three, you're just like touching your toes and like skipping around. So those really count. Um, and I grew up kind of competing and doing all that. So I did that until... I graduated high school and then I went to college for dance in New York and it was like a dance musical theater college, which was super interesting for a college experience. And then I graduated and then I uh, started dancing for the New York Knicks. So fun. Do you have yeah. any like Knicks stories? Um, it's just like a super funny environment to be dancing in because like that crowd doesn't necessarily they don't come there for you right. and it's a huge crowd of people but it's like funny because you'll be like in the middle of the court like doing your own thing and like one second you'll see a guy like eating a hot dog and you just like catch <laughs> you catch him eating a hot dog and you're still doing your dance moves and then you're like why am I focusing on this guy eating a hot dog so like little <laughs> things like that or just like funny celebrity moments I remember um I think it was Kevin Hart was like Whoa. yelling at us one time, like in a funny way. I was sitting in front of him and he was, I think he was with his wife at the time or whoever it was. And he was like, you guys, come on. Like my wife is right here. Like go away. Like stop, like stop, stop trying to flirt with me. My wife is right here. That's so funny. What did you ever have interactions with any players at all? No, like we, the most interaction we would have with players would be like in the elevator or like passing them in the hallway and being Hello, like good bye. game. Yeah. Yeah. It was super, try they try to keep it pretty professional. Or if you like saw them at events or stuff. But other than that, it was. And that's the job you were doing when you referred to the job that you left to go on the show. Was it that one? Yeah, that was the job I had to quit, which was unfortunate. I know. Before we get to that, I always like to ask how people were cast on the show because every story is so different. So I'd love know. to know your story. Well, I was one of the people that actually got it from an open call, which oh. I guess is not super common. Yeah, wow. Um, I watched the show a little bit. Like, I feel like I definitely watched your season. Who was your bachelor? Ben Higgins. Ben, yeah. Okay, so I definitely watched that one. But um, so I wasn't really familiar with a lot of it. Like, I had seen it on and off. So I went to the open casting with a friend who was actually um, on the team with me, the uh, New York City Dancers. Mm -hmm. And we kind of went, like, to as a joke essentially and our my, one of my friends was supposed to go to it but she got in a relationship or something and she was like well they keep calling me to like apply so you should go on Thursday and I was like whatever so I went and it was like the amount of people that showed up for that thing was insane, insane. yeah I hear that major fans and they had like 
the backdrops that you could take pictures in front of. And we were like, what are we actually doing right here? So (laughs) we do the like audition thing and it's like a quick video interview. And I remember I was like, okay, well that was fun. And I left and I started walking down the street and I had a call from like a California number as I was walking away and they were like, your microphone wasn't working. Can you like come back and redo it? I was like, you're a liar. Cause <laughs> there's no way it was not working. No like, way. It was a very well done situation. Yeah. So I was like, sure. I went back in and then they re-interviewed me with like 10 more people around me. I was like, Oh now we're getting serious. Mm. Um, so then my friend and I both made it to like the next round from there, they handed us like an envelope underneath, like one of, like, they put it underneath like our jacket and they're like, don't show anyone, don't show anyone. They'll go crazy if they see this. We're like, okay. So yeah, I made it on the show and she did it. But uh, yeah. I mean, a lot of people I'm sure go on the show for different reasons, but as far as like dating and romantic relationships, had you had many at that point? Were you looking for that? Um, I was super single. I mean, I was living in New York. And it's hard to date there. Um, there's just not a lot of options. And I actually hadn't, I still haven't ever had a, like a boyfriend relationship. So I was like very open to whatever <laughs> options wow. I could find. Yeah. Cause I was like super busy growing up and doing the whole dance thing. Focusing on that. Yeah. Yeah. So it got to the point where they were like, okay, maybe you should start trying to date. And I, and I was trying, but. You don't consider Colton an ex. I would assume. Uh, yeah, I don't know anything about him still to this point. That's why I left because I was like, bro, I've been here a month and I couldn't tell you your middle name. <laughs> like, Yeah. The way you did it for so long, I feel like it wasn't even possible to do that. Like I remember you and Elise, when you both went home, I was like, wait, what? Oh. <laughs> why did anyone not think of that before this? Yeah, I don't know. Ugh. I just, it's better to be the one that breaks up with the guy than to get broken up with. hundo percent. So yeah. you go into night one of The Bachelor. I guess in, historically was Colton someone that you would typically be like attracted to or interested in? I was intrigued by him. I usually like someone that's a little bit more like, I don't know, the like educational, a little quirkier, I think. Yeah. Um, he's more of like, standard American, really beautiful man, but um, I was like a little bit more edge, I guess. Yeah. But I was open to it. I mean, he's obviously a very attractive person. I was like, let's see what happens. Because I was, I think at that time I was feeling like Blake, maybe even Jason. Right. That's, you know, what we got. Did you go into it knowing it was Colton or did you still think it might be Blake or Jason? I thought it was still Blake or Jason when I was still going through casting. So by the time I got casted, I think he got announced like two days before they called me. I see. So I was like, you know, it's all good options. I mean, how can you say no to any of them, honestly? Yeah. So in hindsight, you talk about how you gave up your job. Are you happy in the end that you put romance before work? Yeah. I mean, all these years later, or like a year later, it feels like a century that got me to a different place in my life. But right when I got off the show was really difficult because I think opening night of the whole entire basketball season for the Knicks. So I open up my Instagram and go on my phone because that's obviously the first thing that you do. And every single photo was like the decal with all the pictures of like the Knicks dancers. And then my picture edited out of the photo because I was like not on the team. And I was like, oh, it hurt my soul a lot. Yeah, that would break. That was rough. Yeah. But after like, you know, getting through all that, I definitely think it was the right decision. Yeah. Um, But yeah, it was a little hard at the time for sure. Let's see what happened the first night. Catherine grabbed Colton multiple times. Did that 
bother you at all? Um, I feel like I'm a pretty chill person. Okay. So I wasn't, I, that first night I was just trying to get through it because it's just like sensory overload. And yeah. I felt lucky because I had like a set thing that I was doing. So no matter what, I had time. I had like a violin situation. So I was like, I'm good. But you guys, you can hash it out. So it was kind of like amusing for me watching that because I knew no matter what, I had like a whole quartet. The quartet. Yes, of course. I remember. Um, I felt okay. But uh, it was like chaos that first night. It always is. If you were Colton, who would have gotten your first impression rose that night? Hmm. Who? It was Hannah. Hannah. I even noticed Hannah the first night too because she was like super adorable and like calm about it and just like very friendly. So I think probably that was the right choice i'm trying to like remember what people did tasha's thing was really cute too where she had like the carnival i liked yep. that a lot i think it would have been hannah or tasha for me got it yeah we're gonna try to go through the group day number one was that like camping outdoor activity oh thing y'all's team unfortunately lost the mm -hmm. tug of war so you had to go home which always sucks sucks yeah and i'm i'm not competitive so much when it comes to just like getting time with the guy I'm more competitive when we're in it literally a competitive setting like that I was like ready to go you don't want to lose tug of war yeah no I was I was going for it but um <laughs> yeah I think all of the dates I went on I they were competitive or like dirty or you had a lot of dirty like yeah you had that the Terry the strongest woman mm -hmm. I had we had to eat word food in Singapore you didn't do the boxing-ish the fighting one did you we did I did do that I think that was my last date oh that was bad I was also ready to go for that one too but they kind of cut it short because it got too aggressive but I feel like I would have won we'll know we'll never know did you get <laughs> to spend any time with Terry Crews because that guy like yeah what's he like he's like a giant angel um he was and like he's really like like a athletic and inspiring but also the way he is with his wife because his wife was there too right just their relationship and how they like support each other was so cool to be around and like they're these two like buff strong people but they have these like huge hearts and i was a big fan of him that was really cool obviously white chicks is one of my favorite movies of all time and classic man so who did you get along with most in the house um, pretty early on, I was, my first friend in the house I remember was Kerpa mm -hmm. because we like exercised together and then we made like a cheese plate after and I was like, okay, this is going to be a good friendship. So it was like her, Tasha and Nicole were like my solid, I think, crew of friends and they still are. Yeah. Um, I was friendly with most people, but they were like, I guess my group. And then as far as like any funny memories that we didn't get to see in the house, do you have anything mm -hmm. that you remember? I just remember us all going insane in Singapore because we did, we couldn't get like, we couldn't go outside at all that whole week. Wow. So, which I somewhat think it prepared me for being in quarantine. Um, <laughs> We're both more ready than I think. Other yeah. People I think it's our experience. <laughs> exactly. That week was funny. Cause we would just go into the sauna there. Like every chance we, we could there was like one sauna that there obviously couldn't have cameras in or anything right. so we just sit in there for like as long as you possibly could and that's when you would talk yeah yeah you would talk about stuff there was an assistant <laughs> that kept like banging on the door and be like, you guys gotta get out yeah yeah <laughs> a lot of just like sitting around and trying not to lose your minds here's my one of my favorite questions which drama was the most consuming hannah uh, and kaylin courtney and demi onyeka and nicole or even though you didn't live with it Kaylin and Cassie stuff. 
Oh, interesting. Okay, the most consuming of the house. Well, the loudest was Demi and Courtney. It was just like volume-wise was insane. I think the most consuming, though, was definitely Kaylin and Hannah because it was so hard to figure out who was correct or whose side to be on. That, I think, was the most, like, hard to understand and took up, like, full-on rose ceremonies. So, yeah, that one. Okay. And then someone, I kind of liked this question. Did Elise leaving give you the idea that you could also leave on your own? I think, yeah, it gave us all that idea because that's where, I think that's when things started getting weird for everyone and things started really shifting. Because I, like I said, I didn't really watch it. So I was like, oh, that's an interesting idea. I didn't do it as regally and like get dressed up for it, but (laughs) (laughs) I'll never forget her makeup was so perfect. Literally, we were on all of us in pajamas. So I was like, why are you in a gown right now? <laughs> are you going to get married? What is happening? Yeah, we weren't. It was very unclear. But was she talking about leaving though, or was that a shock to everyone? She had talked. She was very like specific for the people that she had told about it. Mm. Um, so it was like kind of the house was kind of split in half at that point. Like half of us are staying in this one part of the house, and the other half were there. So the people that were in like her side of it knew about it just because we saw her getting ready the entire day. Okay. For said leaving or whatever she was doing yeah so we had an idea in general i mean i think colton season was one of the seasons where more women left on their own accord than what we've seen in the past Mm -hmm. was that because you had an idea of who his connection was with and you just didn't want to be there anymore or i mean i like i remember when i was on ben's season i had a really good feeling of who he was going to be with. And so it was kind of hard to be like, yeah, I'm going to stick through this. Like what, what was something that kind of inspired so many women to be like, I gotta, I gotta go. I feel like the women that left were the ones were that were the most aware, I think, Mm -hmm. because if I feel like you can ignore it really well and just like focus on him. But if you just like, if you just look around a little bit, you can tell like he would just look at certain people differently. And I would notice that because I was only on group dates So I got to see a lot of how he, how his dynamic was with other people. And I didn't see that with my own dynamic. So I was like, eh, I don't need to be here. Like when you're only on group dates, you, it's like you have more time to just stare at how much further along his relationship is with other people. And then you're like, how am I going to catch up with this? Exactly. Yeah. You have to be like realistic at a certain point. Like you can be hopeful, but also just know, like, I'm not going to get there in a week with him. Yeah. Yeah. It was the group date party deal in Vietnam that you said, okay, I'm going to go. Was production like, please stay, you know, or was it just like, okay, do what you want? Um, I was working closely with my producer and discussing it a lot. And I, I, everyone was uh, pretty much in agreement with me that the problems I was having were like valid because I had been talking about this since like we started traveling. Like I wasn't, I just didn't feel like I was getting much out of him. Like all of our conversations were just super sur- like surface level. And I was like, I can't build an actual relationship off of like just talking about like the weather. Yeah, the weather and like whatever. So they they worked with me the whole time. So by the time I was like that frustrated and I think because I gave him the option to tell me whether to leave or to stay or not, I think that's why they were like, well, he didn't give you anything like you should probably go. So they were, they agreed with me, which was nice to have like support in that instead of being like dragged back. Please stay. He likes you so much. No, there was <laughs> Becca Weber said, do you have any regrets about leaving Colton season on your own? I'm assuming no, but no, I mean, yeah, not, none at all. Really. 
I, I was there for a lot of it. So I got to experience as much as I needed to, I think. You got some fun out of it, even if he, yeah. he wasn't giving you what you needed. Exactly. So the re- I'm, I'm asking this question only because of Peter's season and what's on my mind. But essentially with your ending of Colton's season, Colton knew who he wanted. Even when it didn't work, he left everyone. Mm-hmm. Which you even said on Women Tell All, like that was a good choice. Like in your mind, should Peter have done that? Should he have like chased after Madison? And just said bye Hannah Ann instead of getting engaged to her. Uh, if I think this, okay. So if he was set on Madison, which we all pretty much saw that, if he would have gone and chased after her, I think they would have ended up in a better situation. But I think he had, his his problem too was the fact that her his family was so against it. So I think no matter what, it wouldn't have been a success. True. But I think Colton doing that really showed Cassie how much she actually did care about her, which is like what you're looking for during this entire process is just validation. Yeah. He didn't really give anyone validation because I think he was just like so afraid for hurting anyone's feelings. And I think it bit him in the ass, honestly. But So then after Colton season was when you moved to LA, right? I moved after Paradise, after actually. After Paradise. And that's when you moved yeah. in with Kerpa. Do you still live with Kerpa? I do. We're not in the apartment right now, but... <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, we still live together. So then we'll go back to before Paradise. Yes. Going into it, was there any guy that you were particularly interested in by chance? I remember, I feel like the people I said were Derek. I think I said Mike Johnson. Um... I think I even said Matt Donald. I, I had like a pretty solid Blake, pretty like good list. Um, but it's funny because as soon as we got to Paradise, I saw one, Derek was like straight for Demi. Two, Blake was like untouchable as of day one. He was a hot mess. And then I had like relationships with Mike and uh, Matt. Right. So you speak of Blake, like was all that drama with him, Kaylin, Hannah G. I mean, even Christina a little bit. Like was that palpable on the beach yeah I think it was like we got to the afternoon and it was already a problem so and that lasted like maybe two weeks so yeah and it was really frustrating because it kind of took over everyone had to just then talk about it and figure out who was correct or like who was seeing who or like what people came in like what baggage people came in with right so that yeah that kind of tainted the entire experience I think for most people from day one essentially which is unfortunate but um I mean, it did work out, I think, how it was supposed to, but that was a a hot mess. (laughs) Well, I'm going to talk about your relationships and then some with your your good friends. So let's maybe start with your romance, although we never really got to see much uh, with Mike Johnson. It was like all of a sudden you were on a mini date holding hands and having a Sunday, but we never really saw Mm -hmm. like the build to any of that. So how did that relationship kind of unfold? Well, he had come in and then he took, I think it was Kaylin on a date, like the first day he was there. And then directly the next morning, he was like, well, now I want to get to know you and you're the one I'm focusing on. And I was like, but you seem to have a great date with (laughs) Kaylin. So I'm very confused. If that was the case, why didn't you take me out? I also wanted to really get off the beach at that point. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so we kind of started as I started slow with him because I was like, well, I don't totally I don't know what's going on here. And it started off as a friendship, I think. And we have like really good we could talk forever. We would, most of our relationship was us sitting like and talking the whole day. I see. Doing our own thing. 
sometimes that turn into cartwheels and that's the only part that you can yeah. see. <laughs> yeah. But it's all we saw. <laughs> yeah. It's all you saw. Like Ugh. whatever. Um, but we spent most of our time together the, the weeks that we were like dating. I think it just never, for me at least got past like the strong friendship. I just, it wasn't as romantic for me as I guess I, it could have been. So, so then when Angela came in and asked Mike out, you were not heartbroken over that well that we had already broken up at that point which you also didn't see we okay. it, we were like together I think for two weeks in paradise time and it was at the wedding when uh, between uh crystal and right and Chris, Chris yeah where he got to stay and I had to or he got to stay at the wedding and I had to go home that was also super painful to watch like, yeah that whole day was a hot mess too because we were all so excited for being out of the house and then we were like then half of us had to leave so that was shitty so then I was like well out of respect for you I'm gonna let you do your own thing essentially and like if you see another relationship like I'll let you do that because I was he was moving slow with me anyways mm-hmm. which was great because he was being like respectful of me um so then he met Angela and was like came back and said that he had like feelings or whatever for her. And it just seemed to me from like the way he talked about her that he was like wanting to pursue that. And I didn't want to hold him back as like a friend and like whatever, like the relationship that we had built. So we like had a, I keep saying this, but a conscious uncoupling. (laughs) And (laughs) then Angela came in and that's when Mike went out with Angela. So we were like good at that point. Before we get to Matt Donald, let's talk about some of your friends relationships uh Mm -hmm. we can start with nicole yeah i mean did you think that christian was a good match for nicole oh god no (laughs) yeah because there was one moment she was like telling you about him and she's like he's so sexy and you could tell on your face you're like no (laughs) no he was he just came he came in with so much swagger that it was like palpable and which was i mean fine if for like a one night situation but uh not to like come out of this like engaged or whatever having a boyfriend right um so I was not taking him very seriously and plus I had I tried I think I had a I tried to have a conversation with him like one of the nights and all he talked about was like modeling and like himself so I was like ah this is not gonna be good for my (laughs) friend we're not doing this oh that's hilarious um yeah so I wasn't like he's fine but not for my friend so no (laughs) was it awkward living with clay and angela the exes like were they weird around each other they were pretty respectful of each other surprisingly it was like we were preparing for the awkwardness because it was like so height like heightened um but it was awkward only in like certain situations when we were all together but a lot of the times you can like separate but once angela started dating chase it was better because they both had their own things right um but yeah, at first it can be a little uncomfortable. I forgot about Angela and Chase. Wow. Yeah, because there's another one we didn't really see. Yeah, there's there's a lot, I'm sure, we don't see. Yeah. Okay, were you team JPJ or team Derek? I was team JPJ. This is why, though, because maybe not for, like, her getting married to him, but I, I just saw how happy he made her, and that made me happy as her friend because she was – she laughed – a lot with him and they did have a lot of the same values as far as like religion and things like that go um and I did like JPJ a lot like I was friends with like honestly everyone but um yeah I for how he made her feel I was like team JPJ and just for everyone when Sydney says her it's Tasha, which yes. I'm sure everyone knows but so let's talk about Dean and Kaylin 
obviously Kalen was smitten with Dean right away. He leaves, which is probably for the same reason he has had trouble with relationships in the past. But then he comes back. Like, mm-hmm. how shocked was everyone when he came back? He came back also wearing long jeans, which is also shocking. Um, yeah, because that's nothing like Dean leaving was like, oh, typical. We yeah, all exactly. were like waiting for that to happen. But Dean coming back is a whole new Dean. Um, it was it was a juicy afternoon for sure. But I will say I was happy he came back because Kaylin kind of projected her feelings of Dean onto Connor at that point. Of course. So we didn't. And it was so quick that we, it was hard to like really believe. Um, and I just, the amount of like sexual chemistry that Dean and Kaylin had was like insane. So it was stupid. Yeah. So I was happy for her. It was like a very dramatic way of going, doing it. But I mean, that's TV. So which couple utilized the boom, boom room the most? Definitely Dylan and Hannah. Like Ah. a lot. There'd be full days where we'd be like, where are they? I think because, yeah, because they weren't at the point that they got together. They weren't really involved in any of the drama or anything like that. So they kind of just stayed to themselves. Right. And that's the only room with air conditioning. So. (laughs) Yes, I remember that now. Well, yeah. Let's talk about old Matt Donald. Mm -hmm. Matt Donald comes to paradise. Uh I mean, it seems like from the beginning, at least what you said, he was someone that was like on your radar. Um, But at what point did you become interested in him? Because once again, we didn't really see like that much. So yeah, well, he came in right after the Mike thing had happened. And then Mike found that relationship with Angela pretty quickly. So I was kind of like, I was sad by the breakup. I knew it had to happen. But I was alone essentially and this point everyone's kind of in a relationship so you you sit alone on the beach by yourself then when you're not in a relationship by that like far along so him coming in was like really refreshing to me and I was it was also someone I was interested in in so and I needed to get out of the house because I hadn't gone on a date at all yes so all the stars lined up and I was like yeah Matt Donald's the one for now and (laughs) (laughs) let's see how this goes I was like pretty excited about that um so then I was happy that he did actually ask me on a date. Yeah, you went on that uh, double date with yeah. Stone and what was it, Christina? Christina. Yeah. yeah. That was not a date. <laughs> Why? Because you, we had to eat hot peppers for oh, like right. an hour. And I never had to take so much antacid in my entire life after that date. Like that was so sexy. Not pleasant. So hot. Yeah, I took so like hot. 20 antacids. It was really rough. <laughs> did... Matt Donald, okay, well, the the kiss, that's mm-hmm. what was the big thing. Did he say, like, I'm someone that's more old-fashioned, I move slower, I want to kiss you, but, like, I'm going to wait? Or did, how did this whole, like, build up to this kiss, like, yeah. what happened? He was, I could tell from the beginning that he was so uncomfortable about comfortable with like all the cameras and everything because he was only on Hannah's season for one night yeah he didn't really know so he didn't know anything and he's a super fan of the show because he would watch it a lot so like all of those things coming into paradise is a lot so he was kind of like a deer in headlights and I understood why he was not kissing me and he kept like saying it but it made it very awkward because he'd be like they're trying to tell me to kiss you right now and I like totally want to but like I'm not gonna do it I'm not like oh okay you're making this so awkward so awkward so that's how our like that started and then 
I, I still like getting to know him. So I was, but he just kept like reiterating the fact that he was uncomfortable and didn't want to kiss me because he wasn't ready yet. Cause he was like, for whatever reason, afraid of being a villain somehow. I don't know what like, storyline he had in his head. <laughs> I don't know. He wouldn't do it. So I was like, okay, whatever, take your time. But I, at that point I was so over like carrying the pants in all these relationships on this show that I was like, well, I'm not going to jump your bones. You're going to have to do this. And I'm not going to beg for it either. No. Well, the the editors, I will say, did an incredible job when Honestly, you finally <laughs> did kiss on the show. There was spaceships and animals and yeah. crowds, jubilant crowds. Was the kiss <laughs> as monumental as it was edited to be? I think it was not. I mean, it wasn't as dramatic, but it was pretty monumental because the entire beach knew at this point that he had kissed me. Yeah. Everyone was like cheering and like, we're like pepping him up for, and they kept asking me if he had done it yet every time we were around. So I think it was like a group effort that we finally got um, taken care of, which was good. And it was a good kiss. So like after all that, like finally, um, finally. (laughs) So based on the show, you could say you had a better kiss with Matt Donald than Colton Underwood. Yeah, I can, I can say that. (laughs) So then Brie walks in. Mm-hmm. Brie, the supermodel, which yeah, Matt Donald could hot. not stop talking about. And he goes on a date with her and kisses her right away. So did that not look a little bit uh, hypocritical to you? Yeah, it's I even I think I tweeted at him and I was like, oh, Matt, so you can kiss on I first see dates. how it is. Yeah. I see how it is. Um, yeah, that was weird. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe because she's a supermodel and he just like had to shoot a shot. I have no idea. But, you know. It didn't look good for him. That's for sure. Then he did come out as a villain anyway. And then he has the rose in a rose ceremony. It's between you and her. And he picks her. Yeah. Which obviously she's not going to want to start a relate. I mean, I'm sure the show was like winding down at that point. Yeah. I think the next day was fantasy suites. Yeah. So she was like, no, can't yeah. do that. Sorry. But was there ever a thought of Connor S? He was alone on the beach. I, there was. I was Brie there when Connor was there. I, no, I can't even I remember. Think, I feel like Connor had already left by the time yeah, Brie was I there. Yeah, because I think he was gone. He sent himself. Home. I think this is what happened when Brie came in. She was gonna give it to Blake, but Blake was taken. He, she was gonna give it to Connor or Chase, and then Matt was like kind of the only option for her. So me knowing that, I was like, "You were a last resort for her. Like, why are you doing this? Whatever." Um. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Done with this. Yeah. But okay. It's fine. No relationship for you, but that's okay. I do want to know. I have friends. (laughs) We're good. Made friends. Had a good time. Yeah. Coming out of the show, who did you think had the best shot of succeeding as a couple? Out of the show, um, Hannah and Dylan, for sure. And they're still together. Yeah. There was like less drama around the relationship once they finally committed to each other. Mm -hmm. All the other ones had a lot of drama and like, talking and built up around it so I mean I didn't expect all of them to end as quickly as they did afterwards that was pretty shocking um who would you say was the most shocking of breaking up as soon as they did I thought that Christian and Demi would have lasted longer at least same just because for the sake that like Christian gave up a lot being there and didn't want to be there at all essentially but it was Demi that she was there for so I was surprised by that could you tell that how like uncomfortable Christian was at first like that she's never done this 
before kind of thing? Yeah. Well, what helped Christian, I think, is that she does work in production. So she understood at least that side of things. Um, But we all loved Christian being there because she was kind of like a grounded individual that wasn't a part of the world at all. So didn't really have a lot of like incentive behind being there. So it was nice to have her because it brought us back to reality a little bit because we'd been there a while and you can go a little crazy. (laughs) Of course. Um, Yeah. So I liked having her around because she didn't really like care to be there besides just like being with Demi. Being with Demi. And then I think at that time was also conversations for Bachelor. Were you thinking at that point, like Mike for Bachelor or Peter for Bachelor? Where was your head at? I I wanted Mike because I gotten to know him so well, but I think either option in hindsight or like at the time I thought would have been a good option. Now watching the season, I, I think Mike should have been the bachelor, but um, <laughs> um, yeah, I had a higher hopes for Peter. I just my this is my theory on Peter. I think that he was, he wants to almost like save someone or like he wants to be like the savior in a relationship. So yeah. because of that, he kept like around people he probably shouldn't have. And was just like fighting for something that wasn't really like actually gonna work. I don't know. I don't, I was, I was, what the funniest thing is like, as I'm studying for our episode, I watched women tell all. And of course at the end of that episode, Peter came out and did this whole, like, I'm so excited to be the bachelor thing. It's just Mm -hmm. so crazy looking at his like positivity at that moment. And now it's the end of his season and he's like untagging every photo of like what what a backfire kind of thing that happened you know yeah it just goes to show like this show can like literally make you or break you and unfortunately it kind of broke him big yeah so well then final questions are about post-show life brooke layman how did you get the gig for dancing on bachelor live on stage how did Uh that come about so i got a, like an email from my agent in LA because I had moved to LA at this point and I had seen Ben I think like a few weeks before doing a podcast with him um but I got the audition and was like well I'm gonna go to that because that sounds like awesome and usually those auditions are like really big calls I think there was like 500 people that showed up for that audition so I just like let Ben know just so they were aware that I was going but that, I, I went to the audition and auditioned essentially but they picked four of us which was great and then what's touring like? I mean, obviously it's not touring right now, but yeah. it was before. It was honestly a blast. Like we had like this little family and what's nice about touring is that's your really your main and only focus. So you can just like spend your whole day and like we went, we would work out all the time and just like hang out and like explore cities if they were cool and then just do the show at night. And the shows were so much fun. Like, cause we met like different contestants in each city and just you never really knew what you were going to get. And like the stuff that those people would do was insane. Like we make (laughs) them like dance sometimes. And like, there's a whole fantasy suite section and all this stuff. So they would be wild. Like some, like they would have the limo entrances and the, the quickest time it took for someone to kiss was the last show that we had. They were kissing at in the limo entrances. So it was just like shocking. Um, Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know what bachelor live on stage is can you give a quick like rundown or whatnot yeah so essentially it's like a mini bachelor season all in like two hours so we have like the limo entrances we have like hometowns we have like we make them do group dates Mm -hmm. and I was just like dancing throughout and we dance with them and it's just like a ton of fun and then at the end instead of like getting engaged you have a date 
that the bachelor can take the girl out and around in their hometown. So it's like all hometown so people, cute. which is really cool. And the yeah. hosts are Ben and Becca, right? Yes. Yes. Fun. So hopefully we'll be back um, in the fall, depending on how all this coronavirus stuff goes. I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, Aladi Duante said, would she ever become a backup dancer for an artist? Um, yeah. If anyone hired me to do that. Totally. I would love that. Sign me up. Jessica Letizia. As a fellow half Asian, I'd love to hear Sydney's thoughts on the state of diversity in Bachelor casting. Oh, yeah. I think we need more of it, obviously. More diversity. I also think that my issue, too, was that I felt the whole time I was there, I was just playing, like, my role as an ethnic person as the diverse person. Yeah. I was yeah. like the token diverse person for my, my like being an Asian girl. So that's like a little frustrating. Um, but it's like kind of on the show. And I, I just think, I think that America's ready for it. I think America's ready to have like an ethnic, um, bachelor or bachelorette, but for whatever reason, we keep just like avoiding that topic. We keep bringing pilots on, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> I think, you know, it's on the show, but it is frustrating because you just feel like you're a number or you're just like a person representing their race versus like you as an individual you're like meeting a quota or whatever exactly do you have hope that it can improve I do have hope I think it's going to come from other shows doing it first though because I think this show is pretty um you know they stick to the script for a lot of it I think a lot of shows are pushing the envelope like a lot of the same recipe every yeah every season yeah so I think but I think with them like having Claire be the bachelorette I think that they're like opening up their mind a little bit more to That's it a good so start. hopefully we'll yeah we'll start there yeah hopefully we'll get there who has been the coolest interaction with some sort of celebrity that you've had after this Fame. after this yeah i remember being at like a revolve party with paris hilton oh. which was like funny because she looked exactly the same Icon. which is really i remember being like younger and i was at a dance competition and i was in the elevator with paris hilton oh. and we were at her like hotel that her family owned and i was like a little kid and i was like are you paris hilton and she goes no <laughs> i was like oh, okay i was surprised she cool. wasn't like yeah yeah she was like no it's like you're definitely her but okay literal dream to meet her it's fine i know she's a legend for sure i'm not sure you'll answer this but i'm gonna ask it caitlin robertson i need to know sydney's beef with victoria f spill the tea oh god i don't have beef with her i just will say we definitely weren't ran in different circles growing up and she you're both from virginia virginia Beach. yeah i think we all know we saw her on the season and I, that's why I was not really fond of her. Did it kind of upset you at all that she kind of exited the show pretty unscathed? Um, yeah. I mean, that was an interest. That was interesting for me. I just hope that she learned some lessons from her time being there because she did make a lot of mistakes on and off the show. So if nothing else, I hope that she learned something from this. Yeah. So <laughs> there was a tiny bit of tea spilled. <laughs> It was a like some lukewarm, <laughs> lukewarm tea. I know because I like the floodgates will open if I say more than that. But yeah, <laughs> I know it's fine. Let's see. Oh, well, let's just talk about coronavirus because it's going to come up okay. in every conversation. But how are you passing the time? Um, I'm starting to do like live workouts on my Instagram because I'm having trouble motivating, motivating myself. Otherwise, um, I'm with my family. It's good to have dogs around. Um, I need some show suggestions if anyone has those. Oh, yeah. Running out of um, options. What are you, like a Netflixer? 
Yeah, I mean, pretty much anything at this point. But I'm watching Tiger King right now. Oh, okay. It's I pretty keep about freaking that. good. Okay. Netflix? Are you into like, yeah, are you into like true crime-ish? Like, I don't like murder that much. Yeah, I like, well, then that's, I like yes. a happy ending. <laughs> Big murder fan, so. Yeah, a lot of people are. <laughs> Damn. It just like freaks me out a little. Yeah. Are you, are you like trying to keep on a schedule or? Mm, no. no, I mean, I'm just. Yeah, I'm waking up at 10 a.m. or 11 a.m. every day, and I'm like, oh, well, like, Oops. it just makes it's less time of the day where I have to figure out what to do with myself. <laughs> yeah, I have started a, a podcast with a friend of mine. Yeah, yeah, I wanted to ask about that. Um, It's called Good Bad Behavior. We're just getting started. But she is a fellow. She was an NBA dancer, but for the Brooklyn Nets. And we actually haven't met in person before, but I just got like a good feeling from her. And she had started this in January. And it's we're just kind of, you know, getting to know people and like more than just like what we see on TV. We've interviewed like some reality people. We've interviewed like Jared Fred, people like that. Super it's just cool. like brand new, but it's, it's helping me stay busy, which is good. I mean, that's, I'm yeah. like reaching out to more people than I ever have. Cause I'm like, one, yeah. I need to talk to people. Like exactly. This is what I'm doing is these like Facebook, FaceTime hangouts where, mm. I mean, honestly, this has gotten me to like talk to friends, honest, like more than I usually do. Yeah. Cause totally. I'm like, okay, this is what I got. Let's do this. Because we get so busy. So this is, I mean, I guess we should like appreciate this time that we have. Right. Probably not going to get it. Hopefully not going to get this kind of time back. Um, We'll see. (laughs) This could be our new normal. We have no idea. I could be in my room alone for nine months. 12 months. We don't know. Yeah. We have no, who knows. (sighs) Are you dating anyone right now? See, it's not really hard because. Well, are you. FaceTime dating anyone? <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna have to start because I was like getting in a mindset where I like was ready for that but I was on tour too which was difficult because we were in a town right. for one day and I was gonna be on tour until May so I wasn't like I didn't have high hopes for me finding True. someone um and now I'm inside my parents house living like I was in high school so we'll see I might start FaceTiming FaceTiming strangers and we'll see what happens. Are you on apps? I'm on all the apps I'm on um Yep, all the apps. <laughs> Ugh, I'm sure everyone's bios right now are just like, here's my Skype name. Let's yeah. make this happen. Add me. And then yeah. do you see yourself ever doing another show? Um, I think at this point where I'm at right now, yeah, because I don't see how else I'm going to date in the near future. So I, we'll see if they ask me. But um, I'm hoping that there's more options this time where there's like more people that are serious about it. Like actually dating, uh, it's not. Well, maybe everyone's going to change after being stuck inside for so long. Everyone will have a, I don't want fame. I want a relationship. This is great. Yeah. Well, if paradise ever happens and then of course freaking. I know. Summer games got canceled. That's a bummer. I know. That's really sad. Um, I was happy with Claire being the bachelorette just because then it meant older guys. Same. Even though like they didn't really provide that. But the rumor is that they're they're recasting. So now they have more time. I think they were scrambling for a second. So yeah, every 39 year old wants to date a 25 year old works every time. Totally. It's definitely long every time. Well, share your social needs, your podcast info, anything you want the peeps to know about. My Instagram is my name, Sydney Lotwaco. It's L-O-T-U-A-C-O. Um, same thing for Twitter. And then our podcast is Good Bad Behavior Podcast. And yeah. Amazing. Amazing. 
<laughs> lukewarm tea. Lukewarm everywhere. tea. If you want to say anything else about Victoria F, the floor is yours. Go for it. Um, <laughs> no, I just, we're not going to be friends. And that's fine. I just, yeah. What if you're both on the beach together? Like, are we going to have. Oh, God bless. I actually, that actually scares me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, I was thinking that. Like, if you go on, she's for sure going on. Oh, for sure. I think that's why they gave, like, she had that nice ending is because they want her to go on. Um, yeah, we never had issues. I was just, I'm going to try to find a different part of the beach. <laughs> I don't know. She, we'll, we'll see if I can find it. You're going to get a bunk bed together. You know that. And I, oh, God. <laughs> They're going to find a way to put you guys in a bunk bed. Oh, yeah. Together. God bless. I can't wait. She's, she's, oh, yeah. Oh, Lord have mercy. I'm already getting anxiety about that. <laughs> oh. Well, Sydney, thank you. This was so fun. Yeah, this anytime. My oh, my God. Same. Gosh. My whole calendar was circled around this, this <laughs> one moment. The one thing today. <laughs> my one thing to add so bored well everyone if you have any show recommendations for sydney she likes a happy ending so i'm not a good person (laughs) follow her on the meads and everyone stay mentally sane and let's see if this thing is over by this time next year i really hope so freaking next year all right well i would say go get busy but you're not so maybe go get back in bed or do some (laughs) ab crunches or something like that all right thank you my dear thank you for having me bye bye